Revelation chapter 5. If you want to turn your Bibles there this morning, Revelation chapter 5. And I don't know where I'm going with this, but I'll, I'll go somewhere, I'll tell you. Uh, but I studied it and looked it over and kind of went through some scriptures and things, but I, I still just don't know exactly where I'm going. I do know one thing, I'm saved, amen. I know that. Uh, if I don't know anything else, I'll know that today. Uh, in Revelation chapter 5, and let me say something before I get started in that. Uh, I was thinking about it last night. Uh, you know, uh, 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 I, I've heard people say that uh, that uh, reason they got saved, they were afraid they was going to go to hell. And there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, I'm not saying that. And uh, uh, we don't preach enough about hell as it is, as Brother J James said last Sunday. And uh, But uh, that, that wasn't the reason why uh, that God saved me. Uh, the reason why God saved me, that I was under conviction. I didn't realize I was under conviction, but I was under conviction. And uh, uh, my life was in a terrible mess. It was in a mess. And I mean, I'm talking about the next move I made. I'm afraid it was going to be terrible, the things that was going on in my life. And uh, I didn't know it, uh, that I was going to go to church that Sunday morning. I'd been drunk the night before, and I didn't realize that, uh, that I was going to go to church. And Alice uh, uh, got up that Sunday morning and said, uh, I said, what are you doing? She said, I'm getting ready to go to church. And I said, I think I'll go with you. And I went with her. And God saved me that Sunday morning. And I'll never forget that long I was in a mess, but God got me out of that mess. Amen. Got me out of it. And I thank the Lord for that. And I think that's why that God wants me to uh, use this scripture here today in uh, Revelation chapter 5. Now you know that Revelation chapter 4 is the end of the church era uh, because we've been raptured out in chapter 4. And I look forward for that day. Uh, one day soon, I believe, that we're going to leave this place and go to be with Jesus. Amen. I believe that. Say with me, please, if you're able. And I want to read this. It's uh, about 14 verses there, but I won't read it all uh, but it, so you can get the whole gist of it. He said, I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within and on the uh, backside sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the book and to loose the uh, seals thereof? And no man in heaven, knowing earth, neither under the earth were able to open the book, neither to break or to look thereon. And I wept much, John said, because no man was found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look therein. And one of the elders said unto me, Weep not, and behold the line of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, which is Jesus, uh, hath prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb, as it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, sent forth into all the earth. And he came and took the book out of the uh, right hand of him that sat upon the throne. And when he had taken the book, the four uh, beasts and the four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, having every one of them harps and golden vials full of odors, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy uh, to take the book and to open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain and hath redeemed us to God by the blood 
uh, out of every tongue, uh, kindred and tongue and people and nation, hath made us uh, unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on earth. Amen. Amen. And I beheld and I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne, and the beast and the elders and the number of them uh, were 10,000 times 10,000, and thousands of thousands saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb uh, that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and uh, strength and honor and glory and blessing and every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and on the earth and which are in the sea and all that are in them heard I saying blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him uh, that sitteth on the throne or up on the throne and unto the Lamb forever and ever and the four be said amen and the four and twenty elders fell down and worshiped him that liveth forever and ever. Father, we come to you again. Thank you this morning for the blessings of life. Thank you most of all for Jesus, Lord, and what he's done for us. Lord, you know how I love to preach about Jesus, and I pray that God, that today, uh, that we'll see him like we've never seen him before. That, God, that you will be done today. And, Father, we'll give you the praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen. And be seated. Now I know why Brother James gets hot. Amen. It's hot up here. I know you're comfortable, but it's a little bit warm for me. Uh, I, I just want to share this with you. The, the scene here is in heaven. Y'all know that. And uh, uh, I, I just want to uh, kind of go over some things with you a little bit uh, this morning and and uh, maybe help you a little bit to see something that maybe you had never seen before. And all the years you've been going to church. But uh, the, the, the title uh, for my message today is that Jesus is worthy to be worshipped. He's worthy of it today. I think about it uh, a lot as I have read down through the years all the scripture. And uh, uh, I'm in, uh, uh, I think it's uh, in Mark now. I'm starting over reading the New Testament again. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm up to Mark. And uh, every time I read uh, the account of the crucifixion, it does something to me. It does something that I can't get over. It did something to me uh, 48 years ago uh, or 49 years ago. Uh, and I've never been able to get over that. How that Jesus saved an old wretch like me. They sung that song. I like to went crazy when they were singing that song there because that's the way I feel. How could Jesus love somebody? like me, the heathen that I was, the drunkard, and all the stuff that I did, but God saved me. God took that away from me, and he hid it from me as far as the east is from the west. Amen. I don't have to bring it up anymore. All oh, the old devil does everything he can uh, to bring it up. Anything uh, uh, That's why I've said this before. Why I tell young people all the time, the less bad you do, the less the devil can bring up to you. Amen. The less evil you do, the less the devil can bring back up to you. I'm here to tell you today uh, that I'm free in Jesus Christ. My sins have been forgiven. I've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. And thank God for it here in the Word of God. So the scene is in heaven, and nobody could open the book. 
Uh, but there's, uh, there was only one that could, and that was the Lamb of God. And he opened a book, and the Bible says the four beasts and the 24 elders fell down at his feet and worshiped him. Look, and folks, I'm telling you, you and I ought to do the same thing. Uh, fall down and worship him. We, we get so busy in this whole world uh, that sometimes we don't do what we ought to do. My old knees has gone, uh, have been for uh, just uh, not too long, maybe about a year now and they're getting worse all the time I didn't bring that cane I got too much pride I guess uh, I just didn't want to get a hold of it uh, but uh, anyway and, and uh, Brother Mark said uh, uh, break a leg I said don't say that amen I might fall off this pulpit uh, here uh, today but uh, anyway and and uh, uh, we, uh, somebody said, uh, uh, is your knees uh, bad because of all the praying you've done? And I had to say, sorry, no. That's not it, amen? Sorry to say that. I pray, don't get me wrong, uh, but not as often as I ought to and not as much as I ought to. Amen? We just don't, do we? Uh, because of our human uh, nature that we are like that. Anyway, we know uh, that Jesus is worthy today uh, for our worship, and he's worthy uh, for everything that we got in our life today. Amen. Jesus is worthy of that today. He's the one uh, that, would, that delivered us from the powers of darkness and from the life of sin. Jesus delivered us from that. And because he did today, we got life in Jesus. Amen. God is life. God is life. What a wonderful thing it is. And, and the joy uh, that I have in my life. I, uh, we, uh, and I'm not saying I'm super spiritual and like that. Uh, we just turned our cable vision off. Not because I'm broke. It's because I don't like it anymore. I just don't like what's going on on our TVs anymore. It's always filthy. Everything on there anymore is filthy. And, and so we turn it off, and uh, uh, we uh, read a lot. I've always read a lot, but we read a lot. And uh, Alice, she gets us books all the time. And uh, she got me one the other day uh, by Jerry Jenkins. He's one that helped write the uh, Left Behind series, and it was about a woman. Now, I know it's kind of a woman's book, but uh, I wanted to read it anyway. And uh, so I read it, and uh, I cried a lot while I was reading it because she went through a lot of hard stuff in her life. She gave her life to the Lord when she was young, and uh, as time went on, she had three kids. She lost all three of them, and uh, she, her husband got Alzheimer, and he lived about 20 years uh, in that condition. Uh, her oldest son uh, wound up in the pen, killed somebody, and uh, her other daughter uh, had the asthma real bad, and she finally died. And uh, her favorite son, and uh, uh, he... Uh, uh, he was going to be a, a man of God and, and uh, you know, him and his wife and they were serving the Lord. He got killed in an accident and, uh, uh, you know, and, and I just cried all the way through the book. Amen. It got to worry more. It don't take much to make me cry. I will tell you why. Because I love Jesus. Amen. That's why. Amen. I can't help it no more. I got the can't help it. Amen. Amen. Every time somebody sings here, tears come up in my old eyes. I can't help it, folks, uh, today because God did Amen. something in me that can't nobody take away. Amen. Amen. Can't take it away. And I thank the Lord uh, for that today. So we know that he is worthy uh, to receive power because he is all powerful. Uh, therefore, I'm going to tell you something today. Uh, we know that, uh, that all of us have some power, but few can be trusted with much. But we know Paul was a man of power. He uh, believed the word of God. We've been studying in Galatians chapter 4 and uh, was talking about uh, uh, 
uh, the Galatians there, they want to go back to Judaism and want to go back to legalism. You know, there's a lot of people like that today. It sure is. They, they think you've got to do something. You've got to do that. You've got to perform this. You've got to do that. You've got to get in this ceremony. You've got to get baptized, amen, as they say. And, and different things you've got to do. But I'm going to tell you, I'm serving a God yeah. that has already yeah. been done. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> so we don't have to have legal. But I'm telling you, there's a lot of churches that have gone to that, isn't it? And there's a lot, a whole lot that's gone to extreme the other way. That they're too liberal. And I'm telling you folks, it's sad today to see the liberalism that's coming in our Baptist churches. And, and of course, I've had the opportunity to preach a lot of different denominations. Never got to preach in a Church of Christ or a Catholic Church, uh, but everybody else, I've uh, pretty well, or uh, Jehovah's Witness. I wish they'd let me. <laughs> I wish they'd let me. Once, one uh, day, I was at home, and, and a buddy of mine was coming up, and we was going to go riding horses and and uh, about that time, a man came up with a young girl, and I knew who were there. I knew exactly who they were. And they come up, and they told me who they were, and uh, I said, come on in the house. Now, the Bible says don't even uh, uh, beat them Godspeed, but I couldn't help it. And I, I brought them on in, and I said, uh, sit down there. And they sat down, and I said, before you say anything, I want to tell you my experience of salvation. And I began to tell them how God saved this old boy and changed my life. And then they started to say this and say that and all that kind of thing. And finally, I said, I think it's enough. I think you've heard enough gospel. And I said, this little girl sitting here beside you, you're leading her right off into hell, fire, and brimstone. And boy, they hit that door running as hard as they could go. But I meant what I said. Folks, I'm telling you, the false doctrine in this world is causing people to go to hell quicker than anything I know. Religion will not save you. Amen. It'll not do it. We see that Jesus is worthy of the power of God. And also, he's worthy to receive uh, uh, riches. Uh, he was rich, but uh, he became poor. Second uh, Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9. The Bible says he gave up his riches and came as a, 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 a servant of the Lord. Gave up everything. Had no place to lay his head. Had no place to fix his own meals. Had nothing of this world's good. Uh, but I want to tell you something. Uh, right after he was crucified, after he arose from the dead and walked on this earth 40 some odd days, he ascended back to glory, uh, back to his riches, sitting on the right hand of God. Amen. Yeah. Sitting there right now, making intercession for you and for me. That's what Jesus does uh, for our life. He received that, and uh, he received wisdom, the wisdom of God. Our best thought, our talent, our ability belongs to him, and, and we know that. And so the greatest mind of this day, of that day, was given uh, to him. And thank God that it was. And you and I can have some of that wisdom, but we got to get ourselves in the right relationship with God. Amen. I'm going to tell you something, folks. I never, I, I think I've told you this before too. I, you know, uh, I've heard a lot of things said about old David Gossam, but I ain't never had nobody tell me I was smart. What old David Gossam, he's smart. You know, they said a lot of things about me and said that. But I do know one thing. I'm smart enough to know that I know, that I know, that I know, that I'm saved by the grace of God, and I'm going to heaven when I die. Listen, uh, uh, death don't bother me one bit, folks, because I know I, when I leave here, I'm going to be with Jesus. Amen. Death's sweeter every day. 
because I know where I'm going today. So we see that in the word of God. And then uh, we know that he's worthy to, uh, to receive strength. Uh, his strength is ex expected in, uh, uh, you know, it, it's ex uh, expressed there in Luke in chapter 2, in verse 52, that the Bible says he grew in uh, uh, wisdom and stature in the Lord Jesus Christ. He was only 12 years old. He was already uh, teaching the doctors and the lawyers uh, in the synagogue there. They were just kind of tore all the pieces, didn't know uh, that he could do that. And when he uh, was grown and, and went into synagogues and taught the word of God, they said, where'd he learn that? Where'd he learn those letters? I'm going to tell you something. You ain't got to be real smart to understand you're lost or saved. Amen. Right, amen. Don't have to be real smart to see that. But I know he was, and we thank God for it. And we also that he did that. Strength should be given to him uh, because he uh, is our strength. Uh, in uh, uh, Philippians in chapter, uh, let's see, uh, I think it's chapter 2, maybe. Philippians chapter 2, I'm not sure. I'll get it here in just a second. I'll find it. I didn't write that down. Maybe I should have. But I didn't. I thought I was too smart for that, but I guess I wasn't. In chapter 4, yeah, chapter 4, verse 13. Y'all know that scripture, don't you? There in the Word of God, he says in, in verse uh, number uh, 13, he said, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. You see, a lot of times we try to do things in our own strength, and it don't work, does it? It will not work. You get balled up. You get all confused. You get out of sorts with God. You get things happen to you in your life. And you just uh, uh, you say, what happened to me? What, uh, how did I go wrong? It's because we tried to go in our own strength instead of letting Jesus take over in our life today. I'll tell you, uh, there's been a lot of times I'd mess up in my life because I thought I knew what I was doing. I'm going to take care of this. But I found out that I didn't do such a good job because I didn't let Jesus lead me in the right way. And because I didn't, uh, things got out of hand but I'm going to tell you something when you let Jesus uh, have your life and, and let him give you the strength you need you can go forward for Jesus amen, amen. amen. I'm going to tell you something I've pastored six churches in 40 uh, years and and uh, you know every one of them had problems not, not a one of them that I pastored didn't have problems every one of them did and, and uh, I, I knew that I wasn't smart enough to handle a lot of the situations that came up in some of those churches. But I, if I would let Jesus do it, if I let him help me, it all worked out just fine. But if I didn't, it didn't work out too good. Amen. Amen. And that's, that's life in general, isn't it? I'm not just church. That's life that we uh, go through and let God have his way in our heart and life. So we see that he gives us strength uh, to go through our life. And also uh, he needs, because he's worthy, to receive honor. The Father hath honored him, uh, the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2 uh, in uh, verse uh, 9, chapter 2, verse 9 there, uh, the Bible says in the Word of God, uh, verse 9, 2, 9, I got you. Wherefore, God also hath highly exalted him, given him a name which is above every name, that the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of things in heaven and things in earth and things on the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. I'm going to tell you something. I hear this all the time uh, from uh, singing and different kinds of things, you know, on the radio and stuff like that, country singing. And, and uh, to me today, it ain't country singing anymore. It's a bunch of crazy rock uh, that, uh, you know, it, it's all about somebody getting drunk or having an affair or, or something like that. It ain't clean anymore. 
And uh, but anyway, uh, I hear them saying this: I, "When I die, I'm going to heaven." How they know they are if they live like they do. I preach funerals all the time uh, that folks uh, that never went to church alive, never done anything for God, and and they want a preacher to preach a funeral. I'd be ashamed of that, wouldn't you? I would. And and uh, they think uh, you know you can live like you want to, live like hell itself, do what you want to do, shake your fist in the God, uh, uh, in the face of God, get some preacher to get up and lie and say you're going to heaven. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna do it. Uh, I've preached, uh, or I've been to funerals and, and uh, the preacher get up and tell what kind of person, oh, they was a saint of God. They just live for the Lord. And, and I, I say, I tell I say, I'm, we're in the wrong funeral home. We've come to the wrong place. This ain't, this ain't who I thought it was. And I didn't want to go around up. I said, yeah, it is. That preacher lied like a dog. Amen. I ain't gonna lie. You better live right. If you want me to preach your funeral, you better live right and get saved by the grace of God because I ain't going to preach into heaven. Amen. I can't do it. My dad called one time and he said, uh, he said, David, did you preach that old boy into heaven? I said, no, I did not. Uh, I can't preach nobody to heaven. You know, we live our funeral, don't we? We live our life and our testimony. So we, I don't know why I got off on that. Anyway, he needs to receive honor uh, today because uh, he deserves that honor. Uh, and then uh, he needs to receive glory. Uh, this very nature, his person, his very nature, his person was a glory of deity. He laid it aside and come to us. And uh, uh, we, we see that he is to receive all glory uh, in the church. Through him, we are uh, to be glorified. Through Jesus, we're to be glorified. Can folks see Jesus in your life? Can folks see him in your life today? If he can't, there's something wrong, isn't it? You need to get things right with God today. Now, he is worthy. Let us give him our lives, our talents, our homes, our businesses, our time, our all. There is no limit to what this church may do if we all recognize that he is worthy to receive and we'll act accordingly. There's just no telling what God could do if we, as God's people, would line up like he wanted us to. And they want, I know we got to make a living. I know we got to work. I know to feed our families. I understand all of that. I see all of that because I've been there and done that. But I'm telling you something. Let's don't ever put aside coming to God's house. Let's don't ever put aside uh, that uh, it's more important uh, to be out there doing what you want to do. Every, almost uh, weekly or bi-weekly or sometime during the month, I'm always gone uh, preaching somewhere on Sunday morning. I see people mowing their yards. I see people farming. Uh, today I saw uh, men, young men fencing, fencing on Sunday. I'd be afraid all my cattle run out of the fence, amen, if I did that. But anyway, that would have been in the house of God. And the guy they were fencing for is an active church member. You see what I'm saying? It's wrong. I don't care who it is. It's wrong, amen? And, but anyway, we see all that kind of stuff. And then they say, well, you know, uh, Sunday's the only day I have off. So what? Come to the house of God, and you'd be a lot better off, amen? You sure would if you can. I know shift work. I understand all that. It ain't like it used to be when I was a boy. You know, nobody worked on Sunday. Everything was closed. You couldn't buy a loaf of bread or a gallon of gas on Sunday. But you can do anything you want to anymore. And a lot of people, because of that, have to work. I understand that. 
I don't like it, but I understand it, amen, you know. But anyway, I just want to share that with you today and, and uh, you know, just let you know that only Jesus is worthy. You're going to get a break today, man, it's early. But, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I, here's what I believe. I believe I ought to say what I need to say and shut up, amen. That's just the way I've always been, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to shut up. I love you. And I thank God for you. I thank God for our pastor and allowing me to come this morning and, and have enough trust in me uh, to let me stand in this pulpit and preach for him. Uh, he's just like I always was. There was uh, there's certain ones I wouldn't let in my pulpit. Uh, you know, if, if they uh, came, uh, if Gideon's come, I'm just going to say it right out. If Gideon's come, he had to be a Baptist. I'm going to tell you right now, he wouldn't have been in my pulpit. Or, you know, they. Uh, I remember one time, I said I was going to shut up. I got this to say. Uh, uh, when I first went to New Harmony, Clinton, uh, they wanted me to join the uh, Ministerial Alliance. Now, ain't that a big fancy name? Ministerial Alliance. And so I did, uh, just because of the community and being involved in the community. And so I went uh, one Thursday night uh, to this uh, meeting, and there had some ladies there, nothing, nothing wrong with that. And uh, when they got ready to close, the, uh, the, the uh, preacher at uh, First Baptist uh, he said, Miss so-and-so, would you demit, uh, Would you dismiss for us? That was my last ministerial uh, last meeting, amen, because <laughs> there was men present there. Nothing wrong with women praying, don't get me wrong, but I think I ought to pray in the presence of women, not men. But anyway, uh, I said all these things to say that God loves us, he always has, and he always will. Amen. 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 He always has.